Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, the guy who shoveled snow for the first and last time in his entire life, John Wayne. That's right. Here I am back with you. However, I am not in the studio of evil, as we've been convening in for the past several weeks. Now, I am actually on location in an undisclosed location in New England uh, because I am visiting my best and good buddy, Christopher Triana, horror author, Splatterpunk Award winner, forcer of snow shoveling, and all around wonderful human being is here, uh, having me in his home uh, for the past week. Chris, thank you for being on this very special episode of, of my show. Thank you for having me, John Wayne. I'm very happy to be here. Yeah. Uh, I Everybody out there, I do... Um, have grandpappy's medicine. I made sure I took a big partake of it before we sat down to do this. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm be- I'm past coffee for the day. I usually drink coffee while I'm doing this show, Chris. But um, well, you've had like eight full pots of coffee. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm trying to cut back. So <laughs> I'm I am thunderstruck by the amount of coffee. Thunderstruck. Yeah. It's from Starbucks, dude. Well, I worked at Starbucks for 15 years. Yeah. Like, that's like, I mean, I, I often wondered if I would be part of like some class action lawsuit 40 <laughs> years in the future where all these, you know, Starbucks people are suing for right. caffeine addiction or something. But yeah, I would drink like four shots of espresso just yeah. to get the party started when I'd go open the store. Yeah, yeah. your blood is like half espresso yeah. by now. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, and poison. Um, but then I'm also, but I'm drinking a beer here yes. that you brought me. Mm-hmm. And this is a, a local New England beer. It's it's a Nahagasim, uh, what? Narragasset. Narragasset yeah. beer. Um, and this is a, a tall boy. Uh, this is very similar to our Lone Stars, PBR, um, Old Style, Iron City, all that. All the, the local loggers, this is what uh, this one is. And I, I like it. Well, good. I'm it's glad. Good. Easy drinking. Yeah, I know you like to, to try something local, and I mean, this is the official beer of New England. It's been around forever and ever, uh, and uh, yeah, we just call it Gansett. Gansett. And you said they're drinking these in Jaws too, and like yeah, like, I mean Jaws also. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I was saying, yeah. If you see a movie uh, that takes place in uh, you know Mass- uh, Massachusetts or in New England or even close by to that. Um, you're you're going to see against it like in every every scene. Yeah. yeah. Well, I like it. And one thing that we have been doing, uh, I've been here for a few days now. We've definitely been drinking a lot of beer, or maybe I've been drinking a lot of beer. Yeah. You've been uh, on the whiskey. That's, I've been that's on my the beer. thing. That's my thing. But yeah. we had a great. We've celebrated New Year's together this week. Oh yeah. yeah. We did. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, if those of you who aren't aren't familiar with this, even though I talk about it all the time, I, I do another weekly podcast with Chris here called Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne. It's a long, long form horror discussion show, uh, usually like two and a half hours. We got it's a video and audio format. And we put together and actually did a live first ever live broadcasted show for New Year's Eve. Yeah, did year. the countdown. It was a lot of fun. It was amazingly fun. And that video is up on our YouTube page still. And, uh, and the audio is up in our feed if you want to check that out. It was it was crazy. It was a lot of fun. But we've been doing a lot of shit this week. We uh, we made a lot of cool videos, which are also on our YouTube channel. Yes, we did. You have, quite an extensive, <laughs> you have quite an extensive uh, collection of uh, props and yes. costuming. and I do. I have a lot of costumes and wigs uh, and Halloween masks. Cause, and that's from Halloween. For years, I did you know a big haunted house for mm. you know the neighborhood kids and stuff. And I've just amassed so many crazy masks and costume things. And so, yeah, I held on to a lot of them just in case we needed to do wrestling promos and videos where we're cooking corpses and like the type of stuff that we have done this past week. Yeah. And and it's funny because I, you know, you're, you're showing me all these bins we're going through and it's just all this. I was like, man, I have uh, something very similar to this at my house. And then I thought, oh, we're two grown adult men (laughs) with bins of props and costumes that we use all year round. (laughs) Well, yeah, we're grown men who like to play dress up. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> and it's very comforting to me. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. but aside from that, you've been uh, definitely introducing me to some um, in some movies, uh, a lot of like stuff that we have pictures, talked about on the show. As I the, call them, the pictures, the pictures. Yes, uh, one of them being uh, Glenn Danzig's own Veronica. Yes, now, indeed. I, I <laughs> that. There's, I had to show it to there you. There's a lot of bad movies out there. Oh, yeah. And, and I, I have a fair talk. I mean, there's stuff I like that you, you think is garbage and, you know, you don't understand why. Because it is garbage. Opposites yeah. attract, I guess. 
Opposites attract. But this, but this, uh, I don't think there's any debating. It's I, garbage. Yeah, yeah. Like at the see at the beginning, you made a you said like if you at the end of this say that you think this is actually pretty good, I'm kicking your ass right now, yeah. throwing you out of my house. That's exactly what I say. I'm, I would literally beat you up if you tried to argue that it was a good movie. Yeah, and yeah. then at the end of it, I even asked you. I was like, are there people who actually think <laughs> this is a good movie? Like, would somebody be at the end of this and saying like? Yo, guys, that actually was pretty good. I yeah, enjoyed. That's, uh, uh, yes, there is. It's his name is Glenn Danzig. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah. we talked about like the you know the super fans that just can't convince. They love Glenn Danzig so much, so they they won't let themselves yeah. believe. That I'm it's sure bad. There, those people are out there. Absolutely, but yeah. but ob- objectively, who who sits down without like a, a strong connection to Danzig and says. Yeah, this is pretty good. <laughs> no, no this one. This is pretty good. No one everywhere, because... anywhere, ever. It's so bad, dude. It's it's so atrociously bad. Every down to every little aspect. I mean, uh, the the acting is bad because he got nothing but porn stars to play all the female roles. Um, he uh, like the editing is atrocious. Um, oh, it's like it's like the. The editing is like if you if you and I were making one of our stupid videos or you know whatever, and we were trying to make the edits like bad yeah, on purpose yeah. to, for it, a joke. Yeah, it's almost like it's on it, purpose. It's like that yeah. where yeah. it's like things are out of context and like mo- the moves are just so jerky. And there's these long holds. Like the camera will just stay on one actor when their their line of dialogue is done, and the actor is just kind of standing there awkwardly waiting for the scene to cut and they just left that in there they just left it in the movie so many scenes went on <laughs> and how about those painfully long. how about those cgi effects with that spider that looked like you you were like oh hey 1994 called it wants its computer graphics back <laughs> yeah it was awful and yeah. that there's like you know it's one thing for you to tell someone like look this this just doesn't have any story yeah. you know and you in your mind would be like yeah okay for sure it's probably like can you know bobulate or just join yeah. it no there's no story there's in this no story. this is an anthology and movie that's, with no what, yeah, stories. that's what i was gonna say like this is an anthology movie there's three stories that have no plot whatsoever uh the first one is probably the m- most bizarre uh not the worst of them but that's that's the most bizarre one nothing makes sense no yeah it's it's the something of daji spider of daji the spider of daji the spider ass of daji always comes with these goofy names and, and we're not spoiling anything here but this chick like is having a hardcore makeout scene, blowing a dude in the opening of the thing. Very first thing. She's, yeah. she's scantily clad. She's very uh, talented in the upstairs area. Yes. And he goes to like she won't. She's blowing him. He goes to like take off her shirt and she won't let him. Yeah. And he does get it up, and her tits have eyeballs. Eyeballs where her nipples. Where her nipples are. Yes. Yes. And she's like, uh, and they, oh, I'm so forlorn. Yeah, and he's like, oh, you're a freak, and runs out. And she's like, oh, I lost another one. By the way, this is supposed to be, they're all supposed to be French in this, and none of the actors are French. It's supposed to take place in Paris. Oh, my Didn't God, need dude. to take place in Paris. Yes. There's nothing about it that makes it like, well, the story has to be set in Paris. Yes. Like, he could have very, whatever, it's fucking New Jersey, you know? Didn't do that, though. Uh, and like, so and none of the actors are French, so they all have horrendous horrendous french accents and the yeah. scenes that are outside it's so clearly not paris it's actually a set there's a set yeah it's like fake brick walls and stuff oh my god it's absolutely so. terrible uh but yeah they never explain why she has eyes for tits or or like nothing nothing they never tell you why or anything and they also never tell you why when she starts crying when her boyfriend runs out her boobs start crying too obviously <laughs> and teardrops fall on a spider in her house and that spider becomes a giant man with six arms not eight only uh, two of them move the other four the, like the other four just don't limp. they don't even have him like tied to his arms Nothing. so he can move yeah. them around they just They're just hang there. limp yeah and this spider-man goes out and kills people whenever uh falls asleep nothing about that is ever explained that's just what it is yeah it's what it is uh and that, that is what it is <laughs> that is what it is the second one is kind of a ripoff of Eyes Without a Face. It's, for those of you who haven't seen that, that's a very old uh, horror film uh, about uh, a man who's uh, collecting faces for his disfigured wife. Uh, it's a good movie, uh, really ahead of its time for uh, conceptually. Good song, too. Yes. Eyes Without a Face. face. <laughs> yep, uh, good song. Uh, but this movie is, I mean, this scene, in the, this segment in the movie is not neither. It's not a good movie or a good song. Uh, it does not have good songs in the movie. I do not like it with the song. I do not like it. It is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I do not like it. Let's just go hit the bong. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and so this one, it's like this, 
this serial killer, this woman who's disfigured uh, in the face. And so she goes around cutting off women's faces. Now she's a stripper. Uh, so you're thinking, okay, so I guess she's putting on one of these prettier faces when she strips. But no, she strips with a big bandana, almost like a COVID mask, covering her face and covering the top of her head. And a so, cape. And, uh, well, and a cape, but... But, like, if, why are you cutting off faces if you're not going to wear them? Like, what's the, I don't, like, you're not wearing, you're wearing a mask, so what do you need the faces for? I, and you, I, you never know, but she's putting them on the walls, and she's mm-hmm. talking to them, like, they're yep. children and yep. shit. Yep. Yep. And, yeah, and, oh, this is also has one of the best cuts, it, it, but one of the best editing jobs in the in the film. Yeah, uh, they, where she removes the face? Yeah, yeah. she, oh, she just walks into some, like, blonde chick's apartment, <laughs> who is Excuse a, me. who is a, a clearly on her way to award-winning actress status mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and it's just like she's blonde you know but you know big boobs a porn actor she's like what are you doing in here yeah and like i've come for your face give it to me she's like my face no no and like yeah. next like cut like they're on the ground all yeah, of a sudden yeah. and the girl with mystery girls like trying to cut her face and she's like does like a couple of lines and the girl's like no no yeah. barely struggling and then it's like smash cut to where it looks like she was like a pudding skin or play-doh right. on her face and she just yeah. peels it off yeah yeah <laughs> it's so bad <laughs> it's terrible and then of course uh like most of the people in this movie the the villain looks right at the camera and the camera like zooms in zooms out zooms in zooms out zooms in zooms out like dun, 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 dun. that was pretty bad that was... <laughs> but then you know what else i didn't understand she cut that blonde chick's face off and then they show her the blonde chick with no face standing there crying like my face, yeah, my face. Yeah. And the next scene she's dead. Yeah. Like yeah. how, like how did she die? I, yeah, I, I guess we're supposed to think she bled to death from that. I don't know. But to, And yeah. then like, there's this cop looking for the, the villain and then she just gets away. And the next thing you know, she's stripping in another town and that's just it. There's just, After there's, he shot her twice. Yeah. There's just, yeah. And she's stripping. She's got the bullet holes. Yeah, in her, yeah. But yeah, it's like, it has no ending. And he talks like this. Batman. Oh yeah. He's I'm Batman. Yeah. He talks like that. Yeah. He's, he's another fine actor. Uh, how about when he's like, he gets, he finds that, they find that card for the mm-hmm. uh, strip club. And he's like, I gotta go check this out. And he goes there and he's like, it's, they want to make sure you know he's there. So he's standing out front oh, yeah. with the giant sign, like right in his face. He's like an inch from the sign. Like, this is clearly oh, the place. Oh my God. But yeah. it's like, it compu- it's like it's a so fake CGI. computer. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just like one of the filters in like iMovie you could throw yeah, on there yeah. and be like, look, <laughs> pussycat strip club yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Oh, careful, God. bear. Careful. Um, so funny. Yeah, but then and he, but then also at that exact same part he goes inside and is like the bouncer is there, the doorman, and he's like, Where's Mystery Girl? Yeah. He's like, Oh, we got a lot of girls here, pal. I know what she did. And then we're like, How does he know? Yeah, who's how looking does he know to her? look for her? Yeah. He just <coughs> never explained. They found all they found at the scene was a card for a strip club. That's it. Uh, yeah. And he shows her, Where's Mystery Girl? First of all, he knows the name Mystery Girl? Second yeah. of all, he knows she's the one to look for. Like, it doesn't make any sense. This, the stories are so convoluted and so f- shot full of holes. Uh, and then the third segment, I don't even remember the name of it. Countess of Blood, something like that. Oh, my gosh. It's it's, it, it's the worst of them all. I like how you, I was like, this is so bad. And then that one started, you're like, oh, the worst is yet to come. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, really? Yeah. And you were absolutely right. Yes. <laughs> like, the, the last segment's the absolute worst. Oh, God. This one really has no story. Uh, it's just about this countess. It's just an Elizabeth Bathory like ripoff of just this countess. And I love that it's in medieval times, but it's like they're like, if we just saw a scene with her on a horse, people will realize think it's medieval times. And that yeah. was that shot is so funny to me because yes, it has it serves no purpose. None. It does not advance the story. Just all of a sudden cuts to them like riding horses across a field. Yeah, real slow. Real just slow. It's like it's like dancing. Rent a like, pony. Yeah. Well, I, I got these two, I got these horses where you gotta do the shit. Is that Zach like, dancing now? Is that yeah. how it sounds? Yeah. <laughs> Make the walls bleed. <laughs> yeah, so uh and then like one by one, like she just has her servants bring her young blonde virgins, uh, which she just drains of blood in a tub. And I love it because the, like, there's see that scene where she's got the one blonde hanging up there like almost crucified with her blood coming down from her wrists. But they're in this tub that's like the size of a hot tub filled yeah. with blood. I'm oh. like, is that just from the one girl? Like, 
what are you what are you doing like doesn't the human body hold eight pints like what the fuck is this you yeah know? and she's in the blood like in the big jacuzzi of blood if yeah. you will jacuzzi yeah. and uh her fucking handmaiden main light right hand lady brings in another chick has her mm-hmm. kneel down and just slices her neck in front of the countess and like she's like all bathing in the get, hit the yeah. blood she's already in a pool. already been a pool already why they need another blood, one you're wasting it yeah and yeah. not only that but like the the blood is like shooting out of a fire hose it's it, like it, the blood just it's like a shooting and shooting and shooting and that's it like the whole rest of the this segment is just this woman bathing in blood over and over again doing the same thing like putting it on her face bathing her arms real slow and sexy ha- you know, naked and just looking right at the camera like ooh, i'm, I'm putting more blood on it, it just goes but on and on it just awful. like it's on and on minutes minutes of this so just like her Bathing in the blood. Ba- no dialogue, no music, nothing. So it's, painful to it's watch. painful. And then the camera's like not even steady. Oh my God. And I just like, you can hear Danzig like behind the camera going, yeah, now look at your hands yeah. again. Yeah, more okay, blood. Put, put it on your face again. More yeah. blood. All right, look at your hands. Put your hands in again. Lift them up again. Yeah. Okay, do that all again. <laughs> yeah, do, it all. do it again. Just and she's just like, uh, yeah, it's... yeah. There's so many moments where the actors, like, it seems like they're looking for more direction, where they're just kind of like standing there and they look at the camera and they're just look like lost. Oh, you can yeah. feel, you can like, yeah, see it in their face. So they're like, do I still yeah. keep going? Or... I just picture Glenn, like, as, uh, I don't know. Do you ever see Orgy of the Dead, the Ed Wood movie? Mm-mm. Okay. Well, um, for those of you who have, you may know Criswell. Uh, he was a regular in uh, Edwards movies, and he was also like a famous psychic on TV in the fifties. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, but anyway, he's in Orgy of the Dead, and Orgy of the Dead is nothing but like naked women just dancing. There's no even orgy, but it's just like <laughs> naked women dancing in like a cemetery. And Criswell is like the king of this or whatever it is. And through the whole thing, like his, his the thing he keeps saying over and over he, is he throws gold coins at them. And he just says, more gold, more gold. I am not yet entertained. More gold. And that's how I picture dancing in that scene. Like, more blood. I am not yet entertained. More blood. More and more blood. Yeah, it, it's, uh, <laughs> it's wow. Um, and there is, um, to me, like, I thought the best part of this entire, if if you can find a silver lining, it's the girl that is like supposed to be the crypt keeper, like the host in uh-huh. between. Yeah, I found her the most palatable, uh, but I also thought she was the prettiest. If we can talk she's from hot. a physical she's standpoint, yeah. but she was um, super cheesy. Though. But like, yeah, yeah, she was. Uh, she you she's like tell. an Elvira type. She like introduces the segments. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you, know what my, they, you know, you know what my favorite part was when, when it's over. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's my favorite. Yeah, that's my favorite part. Uh, I, I do want to clarify. I am a huge dancing fan. Yeah, I, I really am. Um, and I love the Misfits, and Chris also loves the Michael Graves era, right? No, I fucking despise it, and you know it, and that's why you brought it up. I fucking hate that <laughs> shit. That Michael Graves era, Jesus, terrible. Um, but I, lo- I, I do, I do love the Misfits uh, and and Samhain, but not as much as I love solo dancing, particularly the first four albums. Those were very uh, huge albums in my life growing up, uh, and I still listen to them all the time. I think they're some of the best fucking rock albums ever made i think danzig's one of the greatest metal artists in history but that does not mean he's a good filmmaker or a good storyteller now veronica no veronica is based on his comic books that he's had out since the 90s and i remember getting them when i was like 16 or so and being like all right fucking danzig wrote these this is so cool danzig wrote them simon bisley did the artwork this is fucking amazing and they are fucking infantile they're st- like they're the stories are just like these these stories were taken from the comics i was gonna say how about yeah. is it like they're all like this they're just, terrible all of them yeah because i could kind of see how like especially in that first one how maybe like they took panels from a, a comic mm-hmm. book because you told me it was, mm-hmm. it was a comic book and i was like is that what they were trying to do but like you, you just like as a still shot like basically yeah. you're just like cutting to like what the panels were maybe yeah. in the comic yeah. i couldn't figure it out i would really love to hear him explain all of this i wish yeah. that he did yeah. somewhere maybe he, you can um, call into the final he, social issues and stuff Corey hotline and talk maybe to us. he could maybe and tell us how much we suck and, and throw bricks at us from his pile look i already sold the bricks in my yard <laughs> <laughs> but he like reading his his writing not his song lyrics but his writing for these stories and for the comics uh, like I get this sense that he's an enormously sexually frustrated man. Oh yeah, because in the comics too, like the first Veronica comic that I've got, um, it was all the, like the, I remember the story because it was so infantile and and pointless. Where like there was a a demon who meets this girl with big tits, but she's like a virgin, like almost what do they call it, anime? Like oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah like the Japanese, like you yeah, know, okay. um, it's like it's like that style. 
and like he meets her and he's like i am the demon and i and he has this giant dong and he and he fucks her and she's like oh like it's almost i I can't remember if it's like full-on rape but she's like clearly like ah it hurts and stuff um and he fucks her and that's it that's the comic that's the entire thing yeah, he's got some issues. <laughs> he's he got dude. some issues. That's dude. the whole story. Hot chick sees a demon and he fucks her. That's it. So, and now uh, you said you were reading about his next film that's coming out soon. Yes, it's this already morning. in the can. Tell, tell me about it's this. It's already one in the too, can. Uh, this, I'm very excited about this. This is uh, based on another one of his comics. Uh, this is and uh, this is like the infantile writing. Just the name of it alone: Death Rider in the House of Vampires. So it's already really cheesy and, and infantile and just cheesy sounding and not, not to get on the zombie rant but that's another thing with the rob zombie stuff too with me so it's just like you know the, oh his name is dr satan and it's just like really dumb infantile like dr. Horror. Satan! You know, it's just stupid uh but anyway uh You're yeah stupid. death rider in the house of vampires and this is a this is apparently a spaghetti western Shut about up. vampires where every character is a vampire what yes yes He's got some bigger stars in it, though. He's got uh, Danny Trio and uh, Julian Sands is in it. But he's like, oh, I thought it'd be cool to do this. All of the characters are like half-named horror and half-named after, like, cowboys. Like a Marilyn Manson type situation? Exactly like that. Every character. You know, so it's like he makes, like, Doc Holliday with, like... Bram Stoker and so like so it's like Bram this. Holiday. I hate this already. Yeah, right? it's just already terrible. You want to talk about lazy writing, <laughs> I know, dude? It's so Jesus, cheesy. Can we take a second yeah. pass in the writers' room, folks? Come I know, on. I know. Well, here's the thing about Danzig, and he, this is very well known. This isn't me picking on him, but he he does not take criticism. He thinks everything he does is perfect. He's a huge egomaniac. Uh, so. He surrounds himself with sycophants who just tell him, like, no, this is awesome. Yeah, great job. No matter if it sucks. He's like, this is awesome. And I think that's how he ends up with these, uh, you know, shitty movies. And, like, some of his more recent albums are kind of shitty, too. Because he's just like, you clearly needed to do another take of that. And you just let it out the way it is. So, like, the albums where he wasn't... Because now he produces all of his own albums. He puts them out on his own record label. So, so no one doesn't have to... Oh, yes, yes. You know. So no one, no one interferes with his vision. And, you know, so, like, the early records American Recordings he was with, he was with Rick Rubin, a genius music producer. The best. And that's why those albums are so good, because Rick kind of reeled it in, was like, no, we want to do a little bit more like this, and you do that take again. Whereas Danzig, uh, much like Ed Wood, is kind of like one take, and it's like, cut, it's perfect, you know? <laughs> Except Ed was doing it to save film. He just yeah. just wanted to be on the cheap. Where Danzig actually, I think, uh, has that ego where he just thinks it's super cool what but, he's doing. But what does he think when he, like, reads reviews of it? Shit that comes, or does he yes, not? Uh, like, I, how does I, well, he respond to that? Come on, like... Well, I, re- I read an uh, interview with him recently where the... Uh, because everyone slammed this movie. I was so excited to see it because, um, before I think it's dancing, but I also heard it was like basically like the room of horror movies. Yeah, yeah. You know? and, and that's accurate. It is. That's really what it's like. Um, and so I was so excited. Room might be better than this. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, mean... so, I was so excited to see it because it was like everyone's saying this is a honking piece of shit. Uh, and so I did read an article with him uh, where he's talking about his new album coming out and they asked him about it. Like the interviewer was like, so. Uh, your, your movie came out. How, how, how do you feel about the response that it's been getting? Like, he didn't say, everyone says it sucks, but he was uh, alluding to it. He was like, how do you feel about the response that it's getting? And Danzig was like, oh, yeah, you know, we, we freaked a lot of people out. You know, like, that's what he said. Like, as if, like, he knows it sucks. Everyone has told him it sucks. So he, he won't admit it. He won't be like, well, it was disappointing. No, he, he just says, well, we freaked people out. Like, so... It's kind of like saying, yeah, it freaked people out because it was so bad, but it's also like, it could be taken as like, oh, we scared everyone. It was such a scary movie, you know? Whatever you got to say, man. You what also you did do? tell me a story about how he had the premiere and mm-hmm. people were like laughing and he was doing a Q&A after and, yeah. he, and he said, well, you guys laughed and parts that I wouldn't have laughed at, but I guess that's cool. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, <laughs> what yeah. the fuck, yeah. dude? Yeah. Yeah. Like then these people, this, this wasn't like a premiere at like, you know you know, man's Chinese theater or something. This was like a premiere that was like promoted as a Danzig event. Yeah. And so all the people that showed up were huge Danzig fans. So these are his people. And even they were cracking up laughing, watching this fucking thing. Even they couldn't be like, oh yeah, awesome, man. They were just rolling in the aisles of how fucking atrocious this movie is. So we highly recommend that you watch Absolutely, it. Absolutely, um, 100%. I bought it sight unseen it, last February when it came out. I was like, the day it came out, I bought it. I was like, I want this immediately. I do have to agree that it's... <clears throat> It's fun to watch, uh, especially with somebody um, to crack on because it, so I would watch it, but don't please. And, and if you watch it 
and you at the end of it are like, you know what, this is actually a good movie. Please call in and write in so that we can come to your house and kick your ass and throw you out of your own house. <laughs> yeah, you got to be a special kind of, of of mentally challenged to think that's a good movie. Or something. But, or something. Something. But Hot chicks in it, though. I'll give it that. It, really hot chicks. Yeah. And then how about those scenes in the strip club that serve no purpose except they go on forever? It's just chicks stripping. It was like we were watching yeah. a documentary, a strip yeah. club documentary, yeah, where they yeah. just filmed like it's, lady stripping. It's one of those movies where it's like, it feels like a porno without the sex. Yeah. You know? It's like, that's the quality of the acting and the storytelling. And that's... That and you're the looking cinematography. At, yeah, and, yeah, everything. Uh, and you're just looking at these hot, siliconed women the whole time, the whole movie. Um, there's not a, There's not a... There's not a single woman in the movie that isn't like porn star or porn star quality in appearance. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway. Yeah. So we've been having a great week and that's, uh, I did want, I wanted to talk about that uh, film in particular because it's so, uh, it's something. Yeah. We've watched some other good ones. I've shown you uh, The Abomination. Yeah. That was also yeah, awful. That's really awful. Chained Heat. Chained Heat. Uh, Red Heat. Red Heat. Jungle Warriors. Bunch of women in prison we've been doing that I've been introducing you to. Uh, yeah. What else we do? We did another one, didn't we? Did we do something else? Uh, no. We started we Boarding started House. Boarding house. We started Boarding House. We have to yeah. finish that. Yeah. It's filmed in horror vision. Yeah, that's a great one, Boarding House. So, yeah, I have a, I have a huge collection of trash. Uh, and it was funny the other night because, like, like you were just you were working on the computer or whatever, and I was like, I'll just put something on. Oh, and God. I put on a little film called Hot and Saucy Pizza Girls because uh, I love a good Hooter movie. Uh, and I have a lot of them. And I'd been showing him these women in prison movies, which are Hooter movies. There's just a lot of Hooters in it. Uh, and so anyway, I, I popped this on. And, you know, this is from the 70s and everything. And John Wayne's only half watching. You know, he's working on his computer. And he looks up. He's like, oh, J John Holmes is in this? I'm editing our video, by the way. Yeah, That's well, yeah, you, I forget yeah. what you're doing. But you were, you, you were working on the computer, which is yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, but you're, you're working. You're editing one of our cool videos. And... Uh, you're like, oh, John Holmes is in this? And yeah. he said, oh, do we get to see his dong? And I was like, oh, you get to see plenty of dong in this yeah, movie. Lots I, I, of dong. I used the word hog. Hog. I said, okay, I hog. said oh, shit, do we get to see his hog? And yeah. you were like, oh, there's lots of hog in this movie. Yes, and I yes. was like, is it about a pig farm? Yeah. And, and, then, and so <laughs> I basically tell him, I'm like, yeah, it's a, you can see, John Holmes runs a pizza parlor and uh, all his delivery girls are hot, uh, hot girls and they deliver the pizza to guys and they have sex with them. And, you know, so he's thinking it's just going to be a Hooter movie. Just a regular right? Hooter movie. The next thing you know, like uh, one of the one of the women is interviewing for a job at the pizza place, and John Wayne looks up, and uh, John Holmes is just going down on this girl, just full going down, full pornographic. He, yeah, yeah. I it, surprised him. It was like smash cut to that. <laughs> yeah, it, it didn't work up to it. No, he, no, he, just boom. it wasn't like yeah. he was like, well, do you have reliable transportation to work? No. Do you have a no? no it was, it was just like, like a, it was like a Glenn Danzig cut. Just it like, was a boom. Glenn Danzig cut <laughs> right to his mouth on a puss, yep, a very yep. hairy one, yep. which is fine. Mm -hmm. But he's in there and working it, and it's very close, tight shots of this yep. vagina, and yep. he's like putting his, he's going. I was like, is this so? <laughs> So are we watching this together, or? And, <laughs> and I like, was like, no. You're no. like, absolutely not. Am I watching a porno with another man? Yeah. Uh, I yeah, just wanted to. I just wanted to get a laugh. Now yeah, that is what I said. Yeah. yeah. And then we went to our own separate corners. No. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't understand funny, guys though. that do that where they'll watch a stag film and it's just like, like, like that just feels awkward to me to sit and watch a porno with another person unless you're like with another unless you're like with your with your, with your partner. partner. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, you know, trying to. You're getting to in get the mood. Up, get you're, you're showing the mood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm, I'm uh, as as much as much as I'm open to many more things than you are. Uh, that is not. I, I'm not into watching a porno it's, with another guy. It's just not comfortable chilling there. Yeah, it's just very you know? uncomfortable. I mean, weird. even even that, it was like, ha ha, look how funny and crazy this yeah. is, and I, it's from the '70s. Yeah, but yeah. no, and, and we're I like, don't. Okay, now turn it off. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'll borrow it, but no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually put it on when you went to bed. Oh, no, that's, just... <laughs> that's fine. That's how it should be watched. You yeah. Know? Yeah, you know? um, yeah, uh, great movie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as you know, I have a T-shirt of it and everything. I, I know. That's how much I love that movie. I know you do. You do have a T-shirt. Um, <laughs> speaking of T-shirts, though, this is a little bit of a different show. You like that segue too? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not doing. Are the tarot you talking about T-shirts? I'm not, I'm not doing the tarot readings this week. I'm not. Uh, I'm gonna. T I'm gonna. T we're gonna tell stories, but I'm gonna tell a story I've told before, and, I, and I'm gonna tell it to Chris and, and get his reaction on, it, and he's gonna tell a story as well. Are you undoing your pants right now? I just, just loosen. Oh, okay. He's like, I thought you were bike. No, were I like... had a big sandwich. I had to loosen the belt. <laughs> Is that what you call it? Yeah. <laughs> 
So, uh, so we're so we'll get into our story port, uh, story pory, storytelling portion of the show, uh, and it's going to be uh, the Christian John Wayne reactionary uh, extravagationary. All right, uh, and we're into the story. So we're gonna do this a little bit different. I'm gonna tell a story. Now I've told this on the podcast before, uh, but it's it is uh, many many episodes ago. So you could check it out. The episode was a uh, stripper rash, and this has also been a grown up story time story that uh, was for for one of the shows a while back, uh, a few years ago. But I like this story because you know uh, if you've list- if you happen to go back and listen to there's an uh, episode of Vital Social Issues and stuff with Chris and John Wayne where I uh, completely derail it and take us off onto strip club stories and um, Chris and I feel very differently about strip clubs mm. so I wanted to uh, this is my stripper rash story Chris and I wanted to take you through this right. and and basically like any you I, I I'm interested to hear all the times that you know your reaction anytime you know pretend you're me and just interrupt anytime you feel like you need to say something something okay okay so uh can you do that the role reversal there so so um as we were talking you know uh about um as i must bring up contractually obligated nick p is uh one of my best friends that i've known forever since i was 17 years old we i've i've talked many times about how we worked at the software store together he was my manager that's how we met you really need to go through the whole biography yeah because that's when that's when this story takes place my friend all right so this is when we're working at the software store and i am a fresh 18 years old oh i'm barely legal baby barely legal because i worked there for for a while when i I started there when i was 17 and so i'm 18 and I'm working with Nick and our assistant manager. His name was Matt. He was, he was insane. I've never met anybody as crazy as him, probably in the most funniest way. But also, Matt was like ten years behind, uh, style wise. Where he he was wearing like Z Cavaricis to work. That's what he would. Do you remember those pants at all? Those, that, those were like uh, you know style like weird uh, hip stylish pants back like in an age before like in the 80s late eight when i was in elementary school people were wearing them they were like the fucking Their pants yeah Move but along. they look hey man i just my fucking podcast just say it's pants dude. and keep telling me the story ah, jesus dude anyway he's, you said to interrupt you he's wearing that and he's wearing he wears like rayon shirts and shit like he's like all colorful anyway but he's hilarious he's always talking about eating babies like dead babies and ham and honey baked ham. I'm laughing already. And uh, you know what? Actually, pretend you're you're just you now. And don't interrupt <laughs> the story. <laughs> so so we're working uh, one night and uh, and Nick is like, you know what? You're 18. You've never been to a strip club. Fuck it. We're gonna go to a strip club tonight. And Matt's like, yeah yeah yeah. And I'm like, all right, okay. So. Uh, we okay, so actually, I'm so, I'm sorry, I'm lying. It was just the night before. He's like, tomorrow night we're going to the strip club. So I brought a change of clothes and everything for after work. We're going to the strip club. Mm-hmm. Nick, uh, he worked early in the day. I took over the shift with Matt. We're closing the store. Nick's off to get supplies. He shows back up at closing time. He's got a cooler full of beer, a bottle of Jack Daniels, and he's got some weed and some blunts. So. We roll blunts, out, or we roll some blunts out of the weed that he has, and I, um, I get changed. You know, I put on like I'm, I'm preppy then, so mm. I'm wearing one of my polo shirts and you know my fucking pressed jeans, probably or whatever. Again with the clothes. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to look. Uh, I'm painting a fucking word <laughs> picture, dude. So I'm, I'm trying to look all cool. First time going to strip club, and my mom has just given me, um, recently, uh. For like a Christmas present or something, a new cologne, which we were talking about this with T-shirt Joe on our live yes, show. Yes. This is when I wore cologne, mm-hmm. and uh, this was shortly after Tommy Hilfiger Sport had just come out. So my mom bought me that the yeah. Sport Tommy Hilfiger. So I'm I'm getting dressed in the back room. I put my shit on. I, I could see you. I spray with that shit. Yeah, yeah, I bet you could. That pretentious shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. That trendy shit. Hey, not, this not was like back a, before I knew what I was doing. Not dude. like a not like a brute or an aqua velvet, like a real man, but no. Tommy Hilfiger. Yeah, no, I know. I was a total yeah. fucking ass clown. Anyway, I, um, was so, yeah, but uh, so I I get all good. I spray my cologne on. I'm I'm fucking boom. Now we get in the car. Nick's driving us. Now here's where we're going. We're going to a strip club that is still there to this day. Shouts out on off I-45 South, 
fantasies. Now, what fantasies is, Chris, I don't know how strip clubs work around you. Mm -hmm. This is 18 and up, fully nude, BYOB. Yeah, yeah. One of those membership types. Yeah. No, it's not a membership. It's just a BYOB, fully nude. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was thinking membership like, you know, you, you... You pay for a membership, but even you just you get oh, in. Okay, they yeah. call it a membership, but you go in with your own beer and right. like you know. That's how they get around that kind of <laughs> right, stuff right, in, yeah, some, yeah. in certain places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was just a BYOB thing, <laughs> but here's the deal: they we well we get there and and I'm like okay uh, all right yeah we get that uh, get some cash out all that stuff you know we're trying to I'm trying to I don't know what the fuck I'm doing on the show right now. You yeah, going just in life. Very just... glad that I decided to do one of these with you. Um, so this is what our our podcast, vital social issues and stuff, is usually like. So I, I don't know how else to do a show with you. This is what we no, do. No, you're doing great. Um, so so we get to fantasies, and it's also it's not like um, it's not super upscale. Let's say mm-hmm. that it's mm-hmm. not in a. It's a full nude place. They don't tend it's to be not classy. A particularly good part of. Uh, the, of town and, again and all it's a stuff. full nude strip club so you you know what you're in for so you know we get there we get in line to get in mm. and there's a, a you know they have one of the ladies working the door um not not checking your id and shit they have guys outside you go yeah. in because then they have this lady at the thing and she's like hey guys you have a cooler I'm like yeah the cooler fee is 40 dollars what wow 40 dollars for a cooler fee and she's like yeah and then 20 dollar bottle fee but we had our Jack Daniels in the cooler, and we weren't like going to say like, "Yeah, and we was bottle too." You know, yeah, sure, so we sure. had to pay forty dollars to bring our own beer in, and then you know she's like, "Yeah, here you go, you have a good time, guys." And oh, and, it, and nothing for me because she has a tip jar there full of money. So uh, of course we drop another twenty in that twenty bucks just for the door the door lady. Yeah, so I'd be like, Here, "Here's a dollar." No, okay, well, yeah, <laughs> so. So we go in and it's like, you know, sensory overload at, at first. You know, I'm like, whoa, this place is crazy. Like it's it's set up weird. There's a stage. There's only one stage at the strip mm. club. And now further on down the line, my strip club uh, uh, expertise has grown. And I know there's, there's places with multiple stages and all that kind of stuff. This has one single stage. Mm-hmm. And man, you know, sometimes you're like, did we go on B team night? And I don't mean to sound... <laughs> I don't mean to sound negative or bad. Was it a weekend or was it like it was Monday? A <laughs> no, it was a weekend. Dude. Oh, okay. This was a weekend night. Yeah. And so we, you know, just like uh, there was, you know, what there was one girl that in my mind at the time was like who I what I would envision a stripper looking like, right? Yeah. yeah just one. Yeah. So we're doing our thing. We're sitting at our table. By the way, I'm 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm just cracking beers and drinking them because if you're over 21, they put like a yeah, uh, they, a wristband, yeah. something. But like, yeah, they're really in there paying close attention to what's what's happening. Uh, so we're drinking. We have our bottle on the table. Myself, Nick, Matt, and one of the strippers uh, starts making her rounds. Right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, she this this woman comes and sits down at our table with us, and. And she's she, completely naked right now. No, no, she's not completely naked, but she's topless. Okay. Yeah, when they because then when they they only they take all their clothes off. Not, yeah, 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 when, when they're, they're not next to a guy who's going to do something right. gross. Yeah, right. So they they she's got her titties out though. Now, mm-hmm. I hate to also use this. No, I don't hate to, but this is the only way I can really describe this. And I'm sorry if I'm offending anybody, but if you ever heard the 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 phrase "fried eggs on a nail." No. You've never heard that before? I have not. Do you... When I say that... Do you fried s- eggs on a nail. Fried eggs on a nail. Like hanging on a nail? I do you, think do you, I'm... I think you I'm conjure getting, up what I, I'm... Yeah, are I think you picking I, up what I'm putting down? I think I'm, I am I get your simile. Yeah, okay, so I think that's, I get it. So that's what we're dealing with. You might want to explain it to the audience. It me, Well, I mean, picture fried, <laughs> fried eggs hanging on a nail, and that's what her chest looked like. Flat, like a weird flat, like... like I don't know, just weird hanging, like, it just it didn't look natural anyway, I'm Pendulous. sorry. Yeah. yeah, just weird. And not only that, like, she's not, dude, this chick has a busted face and a busted grill. Her grill is busted, dude. So, she Looks sits like th- a mugshot I showed um, you recently. Yes, exactly. So, immediately, <laughs> immediately, we're like, oh, 
fuck, you know? But And she starts talking. She's, you know, in our ears because the music is blaring, you know, and all this stuff. And she's like, hey, can I have a drink, boys? That's how she sits down and just grabs the bottle of whiskey. And, like, Nick's like, yeah, go ahead. And oh, he, she, like, drinks from the bottle, Aww. puts it down, and she's like, I'm going to dance, this and that, you know, because all Nasty. they're trying to do is get you to come have a dance. Absolutely. That's, that, that's what they're doing. They're working the room. So she takes a drink, and she's in our ears, like, talking. And she's right up in my ear, mm-hmm. like breathing on me and talking, like oh, just God. like I know it's COVID times now, so it's hard to imagine this. But like when somebody like is in your ear so close, you can almost feel their tongue yeah. and shit. You like can feel the moisture, and from and, their and I could feel it like all over. And so we we're like, no, no, thank you, no, thank you. So we uh, and you we, wonder why I'm not a fan of strip clubs. Well, I mean. I don't have a problem with them, but like I don't want to go. They're just gross. I don't. I don't wonder. They're, they're gross. <laughs> that one. This one is gross. This this one was gross. And so we're sit. So we we she moves along, and we stay for a little while longer. I think we finished all of our beer or something, and then we're like, well, let's go. And we go back to the software store where our cars are, and uh, go in the store, like drink the rest of the whiskey and all this stuff. Go and then we go home. So yeah, yeah. I go home, and I I'm I'm you know I'm living at my with my parents. You know, it's eight, I'm eighteen. Uh, and I go to bed and I, the next day I'm working uh, at the store, but close, close shift. And so I wake up in the morning and I, I, uh, you know, it's like 11 or something. I go in the bathroom, I'm getting ready and I brush my teeth and look in the mirror and I'm like, what? Oh God. Wait a second. I notice some red bumps all over mm-hmm. my neck, like on both mm-hmm. down from my ears, down my neck, like on both sides. Right. And like a nice and flush, and I'm like, and it's like you know, it's it's rash, mm-hmm. dude. It's it's well, mm-hmm. it's it's, bu- no, it's bump, I, whatever. I'm getting what you called this stripper rash, so I'm and getting so, where you're going. Yeah. And so <laughs> I was like, oh my god, yeah. I've gone to my first strip club, and I've got some kind of something on my body. That stripper breathing on what? You. Yeah, that yeah. I, that's the first thing I thought of was mm-hmm. that stripper in both of my ears, like turning back and forth to all of us, and I was Friday like, Friday Ganny. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. So, okay, don't freak out. Let me take a shower first. Took a shower, washed, yeah. you know. That... Nice, like 45 minutes. Yeah. Oh, scalding yeah. shower. Scalding, crying, Brillo... crying <laughs> game shower. To using an SOS pad yeah. to wash with. Yeah. And uh, and then, like, you know, of course that doesn't do anything, but make it worse, if anything. So you say you start praying? No. Like, <laughs> so I go immediately, like, so I have my own room, you know, so I go to the shower, I go right to my room, shut the door, I call the store. Because Nick is had to open uh-huh. and i'm like hey dude it's like yeah yeah I was like hey man is, did you have like any rash on your neck leprosy at, at all <laughs> and he's like what and i was like do you have anything on your neck are you breaking out any kind of rash and he's like no and i was like <laughs> what an odd thing to ask <laughs> and i was like oh man he's like why and i was like man I-, I think that stripper that was breathing on my neck gave me something last night i, I don't know and he's like what? I was like, yeah, man, I'm all bumped, broken out and shit. And he's like, so what? You got like a stripper rash or something? I was like, is it? Is that a thing? Oh my God. What do I do? He's like, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't want to tell you. I got to go. Like, you know, just click. I, I, you know what? I bet you I know what it was, but please continue. I just, mm-hmm. it just came to my head. I'm like, I know what it was. <laughs> so I stay in my room uh, until I have to go to work. Like I have to leave at 2.30 to go to work. I'm getting there. 3 to 11 was my shift. Yeah. And uh, oh, I've also called Matt in this time when I'm just hu- hu- just, yeah, just staying in my room, crying, crying yeah, in my room. I call him, yeah. but he has to be like he was had this weird thing where he was one of those guys that, like he couldn't tell his wife anything that he did. Hmm. So to talk to him on the phone about going to a strip club the night before yeah. in front of his wife was just it a does not happen. Yeah. yeah, so it was that wasn't a, a productive conversation. <laughs> but I just like you know. Uh, she's fine, Beer. Well, I just Bear's didn't here. want her to pick up the ass-licking sound. Oh, on the, oh, the ass-licking sound. She's like over there, slurp, slurp, slurp. Sorry, Bear. Bear is my dog, by the way, in case yeah. people are wondering. She, it's not one of the strippers that we brought back to the place. No, they're upstairs showering <laughs> together. Um, the... Watching uh, Hot and Saucy Pizza Girls together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I just, you know, wait until I the last minute I have to leave to work. And I put a collared shirt on and just like, all right, blah, 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 and just we're straight out to my car. Gotta yeah. go, something up, you know. And I go to the store, and I get there, and I show them, and I'm like, look, is this, like, what is this? And they think it is fucking hilarious, of mm-hmm. course. And they're like, I don't know, man, maybe you did get something. 
And then uh, they're like, why don't you take like a, have you taken a Benadryl or anything like that? And like, I was like, no, I haven't taken anything. Like, well, here, take a Benadryl. You know, yeah, we have shit yeah, in the back. Sure. So I take that and I work, I, I work that night. And by the end of the night, it's kind of starting to go away. Yeah. You know? And I was like, okay, I think, okay, I think I might be, I think it might be good. Cool. Go home. Do my thing, you know, I maybe the next day I get up and I get ready for work and I spritz some cologne and go out. Bam! Stripper Rash is back, I knew it. baby. That and I was like, Nick, Tommy. what the fuck, dude? And he was like... It's from Tommy. Yeah, he's like, what? It went away, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, did you change, like, soap or anything like that? He's like, no! I got some new cologne for Christmas, I've been... Wow. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 So it was all from the Tommy Hilfiger Sport Club. So you should have used Brute. And uh, you're right. Mm-hmm. Should have used Brute. Yep. But uh, yeah, that, so that's I, really funny. I gave that to my brother uh, and just passed that on. Um, that's really funny. You know, like, so. I could tell a, a similar story. Uh, could you? Yeah. Or, but will you? I'll tell it. Okay. I'll tell it. Uh, if you're if you're ready for you, I'm you ready. wanted me to tell stories too. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, do you have yeah, any other story. comment on my ridiculous? No, no, I definitely. I wasn't gonna tell mine right away. I was gonna comment on yours. Yeah, that is that is definitely hilarious, and uh, I, I just love that you were panicking and didn't think of uh, the cologne. Uh, and I wouldn't have either. I only came to that conclusion because you had mentioned it earlier, like in mm. a storytelling thing. But if it was me, I would have done the same thing as you. I'd been like, that nasty bitch, she fucking breathed on me. That fucking bitch. She gave me like air herpes or something, you know, like whatever. And that's where my, it's so ridiculous to think that. <laughs> it you is. Know, yeah, it's but... like, how is, what the quick could she possibly give you? But you're 18 years old and you're like, you've went to a naked strip club for the first time and you had this hag like, yeah. like breathing on you. It's like, yeah, I, I would have come to that conclusion as well. Because you wouldn't think you'd just have an allergic reaction to cologne. Like, you know, it's just, mm-hmm. that's something you hear of that often, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that is pretty fucking funny, man. That is good. I, I also found out that I was allergic to Irish Spring while I was working at the software store oh, as yeah, well. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, one, like, what you, you know, uh, those Irish Spring commercials back when they first came out, it's like, yeah. Irish Spring, have it, have it, And uh, I guess we, we bought it for the first time at our house. And I get up in the morning, I take a shower, and I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm going to Irish Spring myself up. I yeah. get in it. And I was, you know, we worked by ourselves at this store. So I opened the store and I'm like going about my day. And I'm actually wearing like a polo shirt with a long, like a sweater over it. So Again, I have long sleeves. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I have to let it be known, dude. Yeah. So uh, I'm preppy and shit at that point. So I'm like just going around the store the whole day and I start feeling weird and I'm like itchy kind of, but I'm not really paying attention to it mm-hmm. until like the end of my shift and I go to the bathroom over at the Barnes and Noble and I, I see something like creeping out like on my wrist and stuff. And I was like, what the f- Holy shit. Like I yeah, was yeah. swollen, huge, wow. huge swollen. Like, and I went home and like showed my mom. And she kissed it and made it all bad. I was going to say, I hope she, I'm sure she did and made no, some she, nice soup. She yep. told me to, uh, she, we, I took a Benadryl one away, of course, but then it took one more shower for me to realize Figure out that, what it was. that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. So, so you, you're a, got to be a sensitive skin. So I was very sensitive skin. Yeah. I, I, I use a, all that stuff too. I, I can't put any, I like, I have to use like the free and clear stuff in my laundry and everything. Otherwise I get all, all crazy too. So we're, we're a couple of pussies is what we are. Well, you know. Yeah. I cream and I cream and I, I cream. cream. I cream and I cream. Yeah. Uh, all right. So do you have a story you'd like to tell me today? Yeah, it's kind of gross, but it like it goes uh, it goes along with uh, the one that you were telling. Um, I got a rash, man. I got a fucking <laughs> rash, man. So but yeah, you know me. I can't, I can't complain. complain. So yeah, I'll I'll tell you this story, right? All right. Uh, and I'll 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 leave uh, names out of it because who knows she might be listening to yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No names. Uh, no names, but uh, so I. Uh, this was, I don't know, 12, 13 years ago, and I recently had started dating uh, a new girl, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and, and we're, you know, we're finally get around to, you know, after, you know, several dates or whatever, we finally get around to, you know, hopping in the sack, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, the natural progression. The natural progression. And, like, you know, at first we're using a condom, and then, like, we decide to, like, we're going to really be a couple, and we'll stick okay. to each well, other. those are for sailors going from port to port. First we're using a condom, you know, and, uh. But then we're like, okay, like we're we're gonna be a couple now, so we stop using them. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then one day I'm at work, and I keep having to pee over and over and oh, over and over no. again, right? 
And I'm like, what the hell is going on? I was like, I drink a lot of water, especially when I'm you know working and everything. But uh, and working out and working out, which I was doing yeah. while I was you know bodybuilding. But uh, but you know I was at work, you know, and so I'm like, so I ease off the water a little bit, but I'm still going and going, and it's starting to hurt as I'm going. Oh no! And then, um, and then I'm like walking around and I feel something wet in my oh. underpants, right? And I'm like, what the hell is this? Am I like incontinent now? You know? And so so I go up to the to the restroom. And I open my underwear, and there's blood in my underwear. Blood. Blood. Yeah. And then I and I have to pee again. And I pee, and I'm pissing blood. Oh shh. So I, you know, I go to my boss. And I'm like, I'm having a medical emergency. I have to go home. But I don't want to tell him why. You know, I'm just like, please. You know, and he's like, No, you never ask for anything. You can go ahead. So I go, <clears throat> and I, of course, am thinking STD. You know, because I just started having sex with a new girl and just just started, you know, no right. condom, everything. No condom, yeah. You know? So I have to make that call, that phone call, where I'm like, so, uh, is there anything you want to tell me? Uh, have you had any kind of uh, issues, you know, that I should know about? And she's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, well, I'm pissing blood. And she's like, you're pissing blood? And I'm like, yeah. Uh, and so... Are you, is there, she's like, are you trying to say that I gave this to you? Like I gave oh, you chlamydia or something. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not trying to accuse you of anything. I'm just saying, and you know, if you, if you, you might have this and not know it. And like, you might want to get checked out too, whatever. And she's like, well, is that what you have? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know yet what it is. I just, I thought I'd ask you. And she's like, well, I don't fucking know, you know? Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, fine. And, but I'm like continuing to piss blood. It wasn't like it just happened. Like I'm continuing to do it. Yeah. And so I'm like. All right, I'm I'm just going to the emergency room because I'm freaking out. I'm like, I could have cancer. I could be dying. You know, like, who knows? You know, so I'm like, I'm going to the emergency room. I would too. Right. So I go, and when you, when something like this happens and you're a guy, even though I was young, um, they still they want to be like, okay, it might be your prostate. You know, because they're looking and they're like, well, you don't have any like external signs of STD. There was no, you know, sores or anything gross like that. Yeah. There's nothing. You no, know, besides <laughs> the usual. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing. I mean, I'm riddled with moles, but other than that, there's nothing. Oh, uh, <laughs> but uh, but here's the best part, right? Uh, the nurse there is this young, beautiful woman. Oh, yeah, always, <laughs> always. always is. Like any other time, it'd be some some old man who looks like John Vernon, you know. But no, it's this beautiful blonde young Shout woman, out. and she's like instructing another young nurse oh like, like how like, to do we stuff. bring in the uh yeah, can let's we bring, bring in the, the class yeah let's, let's bring in the, the the cute virgin yeah uh and so uh so the, this is where i get my first ever prostate exam this this young nurse has to shove her finger up my ass yeah uh the young a, one the young hot one uh, well they they were both young and hot but uh anyway the, the main nurse she has to check my prostate so i get a finger up my ass not not a pleasant thing for me mm. some people like it I'm not one of them. Uh, but even if you do like it, this is like, it's kind of like the difference if like a woman going to a gynecologist. It's like, it's not the same it's, as, ha it's as clinical. sex. It's, it's clinical, clinical and it does not feel good, yeah. uh, at least to most sane women. Um, so yeah, that was awful. Uh, and they're like, what they, you know, they, they take like a sample of my uh, urine, my bloody urine, and there's uh, calcium deposits in it. And they're like, well, you have kidney stones. And so that's what it was. I was pissing blood because I had kidney stones. I was passing stones. Uh, and that's why it was painful. But was that from the supplements you were taking? Yes, that's uh, what I, I was going to tell you next. Yeah. So I, I, but like a lot of time, you'll know when it's a kidney stone because they'll be really big, and you have to push it through your urethra, and it tears your urethra as whoa. it's coming out. It's excruciating. I've had that too. But this, this is my first time. Um, what sometimes they're they're really small and they crumble up on the way out. Uh, you know, like the acid breaks it down, mm. and so they were really tiny. So it was like. You know, like it was painful, but like I couldn't tell what it was. I couldn't see them. I didn't hear them plunk in the toilet, which you will hear if they're big enough. You'll be like, oh, oh Christ. God. Yeah, it was brutal. Uh, you know, and I'm like, I have, how can I have kidney stones? I'm like 32, you know, uh, but that's what I had. And so then I had to go back and be like, hey, hey, honey, I gotta apologize oh, to you. Uh, I'm like, it's kidney stones. She's like, she's like, yeah, I told you I didn't have anything. What the fuck? I would tell you when, you know, I've been. Um, I was like, I'm, I'm really sorry about that, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like you were saying, I was like, I was a big bodybuilder at the time and I was loading up on protein. Uh, one gram of protein per pound of body weight is what I tried to get every day. I not was a just, pound for pound. No, not a pound for pound. Uh, but, uh, no, just, 
you know, I don't even like eggs, eating eggs like crazy, uh, eating chicken, plain chicken breast like crazy, just loading up on protein. And it wasn't so much the supplements as it was all that protein. Really? Yeah. It's like if you get an excessive amount, it becomes difficult for your body to process it. Um, but I was taking a lot of supplements. I'm sure that didn't help, particularly taking uh, trace minerals, you know, builds up, you know, the calcium deposits and stuff. Uh, but I didn't even know that this time. You know, I was just like, well, I have kidney stones, whatever. Because then later in life, I had them again and again. And it finally put put it together. I'm like, it's probably all because I started reading up on it more. And I'm like, it's got to be um, this protein and everything and then i ended up reading it about it in bodybuilding forums and, uh, and guys were like yeah this is going to happen to you you know what? so then then once i stopped taking all that all the protein shakes and stuff never had them again and it's been like a decade i haven't had them um so when they say this is going to happen to you is that just like if you keep on this regimen like yeah. that's just something you have to deal well, with. well no, some guys were like yeah you just have to deal with it if you want to get big but most of them were saying no you need to avoid this supplement and this amount of protein oh, yeah. like giving you recipes for how to avoid it and still make mass gains you know um but there's more to the the story Please. uh with this girl <clears throat> so a few months go by or something and uh i uh i notice that i have all of these like like, first of all, my whole groin area is turning, like, bright pink. And I have all of... And I told you this was going to be a gross story. Oh, right. uh, but And then, like, I have all these, like, fleshy bumps all over there, too. She give you crabs. Well, I, th- th- here, again, oh, I, okay, okay. again, I'm like, what the fuck is this? You know, I'm looking it up, like, in, like, STD, like, journal in the magazine. You know? STD Weekly. <laughs> in the magazine. Trying to identify it and everything. I'm like, what is Could this? Could you imagine what the, the cover <laughs> shots of STD Weekly, the magazine, would be? Right. Oh, my well, God. Well, I really did. Because uh, this was, like, library days. You know, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, you know, I still go to library. But I, I was looking at a medical book in, in the library. And they had actual pictures of, like, all different STDs and what does to your skin and everything. And I'm trying to identify it. I'm like freaking out. And so, of course, I finally have to say to her again, I'm like, okay, so uh, I got this this bad rash in my genitals and it's like turning all pink and bumpy. And she's like, I don't have that. She's like, I don't have no rash on my genitals. You've seen my genitals plenty of times. You know I don't. Did she speak like that with such bad, gr- like, I don't have no. Because, <laughs> I ain't got no. She was yeah. like, listen, you. you yeah. know? No, no, she, she, but, no. no she, was, she didn't speak like that. She was uh, not like that. But, you know, she was like, I don't have that, you know. Um, I was just using that kind of lexicon to express the anger that she had. You know, she was just like, I don't have this. What yeah, are you talking yeah. about? She was so of like, of course, the second time, second time. Her, yeah. Second time. I'm like, basically accusing her of cheating. Yes. Yes. Her, yeah. yeah. Borderline accusing her. Yeah. Um, and so again, I like, I don't go in the emergency room with it cause I'm not in pain and bleeding. It's not too much freaking me out. I'm just like, Oh God, she probably, you know, gave me gonorrhea or whatever. I didn't know. Mm. So I go to my regular doctor and he's like, you work out a lot. And I was like, yeah. He's like, you go to a gym? I was like, yeah, five, six times a week, sometimes twice a day. And he was like, you have jock itch. And I was like, oh. And that's when you work out a lot and you're sweating a lot, uh, the sweat constantly being there irritates the skin and you just get jock itch. It's a fungal thing. Oh. A little bit of spray goes right away. It's fine. It's nothing. That rhymes and you know it. Did. It does. <laughs> but that's all you need to do. It's like a very common thing. You get a little spray or you get a little uh, cream you put on it. It goes away. It's just, it's a very common rash. It's not an STD. It's not like going to infect anybody. It's mm-hmm. nothing. It was nothing. It was not nearly as bad as like kidney stones, but it looks horrendous when you first get it. You're like, what the hell? Because it's not just on your crutch. It's like on your thighs, your thighs and like yeah, your lower, yeah, yeah. lower belly. Freaked me the fuck out. So yeah, that's uh and she's still stuck with me. Uh, I was going to say, <laughs> what, how, how long after this did she break up with yeah, you? She's uh, still stuck with me. And then down the road, I broke up with her, you know. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that's the kind of boyfriend you get with me. <laughs> that's, that is that is very funny. Right? Like, the fact that, like, twice you twice. basically are calling her and being like, uh, do you need to tell me something? Yeah, yeah. And, like, I imagine the second time you were like, all right. Like, yeah, in your yeah, head, you had, you had to have been like... <laughs> Oh sure, last time you were murdered. Yeah, now, yeah. Oh, you yeah. motherfucker, yeah. you've been doing it the whole time. Yeah, it's like ah! how 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 could I possibly not be an STD twice yeah. when it totally mirrors the symptoms of an STD? But both times it absolutely was not. Yeah, I was totally clean. It was nothing. It's so hilarious. You know, and I felt so bad both times. I was like, uh, sorry. You know, because she had a temper, and when she would get mad, she would get real mad. You oh, know? wow. Yeah, and she was like, how dare you say this to me? And she's like, I would totally have told you. And she would have. She would have told me. 
I don't know why I was, uh, yeah, you know, but I wasn't like calling her like you said. I wasn't like you fucking bitch, you cheating on me. I didn't say anything like that. I was just like it was like it, a passive aggressive. It was very passive. Way. I was like, is there something you need to tell me? Because I got this thing. Yeah, you know, and she and she's like, I should be worried about you. You're the one with all this stuff happening. <laughs> I should worry about fucking you. <laughs> yeah, when I first started shaving my my junk, I got some razor burn, and I was like, wait, is this normal? And my you yeah, shave your junk too? Yeah, all of it, dude. I told you the other night, tortoise shell, tortoise shell. I you thought you were joking. No, yeah. I don't joke about these things, dude. Uh, I like. Right. Uh, I'm a very fancy lad. Yeah. That likes to keep myself together in certain ways. It's probably good you shave it because otherwise it look like a peanut and a Brillo pad. It would look like a pe- yeah, that's right, <laughs> a peanut in a Brillo pad. <laughs> I'm all natural, baby. I just I'm I'm hairy like a you're silverback were- gorilla. That's why you're the yeah. werewolf and I'm the vampire of this it's relationship. True. It's very true. It's very true. Well, speaking of werewolves, um, I have a book coming out mm-hmm. that you wanted to ask me a little bit about. Uh, yes, it actually comes out tomorrow. It's the release day. Tomorrow, yeah. tomorrow. Yep, that's enough the of that. The 5th of January. 5th of January. If you're not listening to this on the day it comes out. Yes, uh, this is uh, my new book, uh, which is a horror western, much like Glenn Danzig's coming film. <laughs> uh, but well, nothing uh, like it. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, <laughs> nothing like drawing it. those comparisons, dude. No, this is, this is a western horror. Mine is a western horror. Uh, but this is part of the Death's Head Press Splatterpunk, uh, Splatter Western series. Uh, mine is not super splattery. Uh, there's not a, a, I mean, there's gore in it. There's always gore in my stuff, but it's not as gory as some of my other books like body art or anything. Uh, but it is definitely a horror Western and there is a werewolf theme to it. Uh, and if I was going to read the, uh, the synopsis for you real fast, if you like, please. All right. An evil has returned to the town of Hope's Hill. When a grave robber unearths, unearths the corpse of Jasper Thurston, A piece of the body is stolen, one that will call the coyotes from across the plains. They are a vicious company of outlaws, part madmen and part wolves. Their leader is Glenn the Dreadful, and he's out to gather the power of the Menher, a particle from an ancient evil. The fate of Hope's Hill, and perhaps the world, rests in the hands of unlikely heroes. A rugged U.S. Marshal, a teenage girl out for revenge, an an emancipated slave, a nun with a dark secret, and a mysterious half-breed with the number 13 tattooed on his neck. And uh, so, yeah, and then she says you know, a little bit about me. And uh, this book is filled with gunfights as well as ghouls. It's a horror epic as big as the open range. Uh, and it is big. It's, and it is. Yeah. <laughs> this is, uh, and I, it's uh, oh, pl- 500 plus pages. Yeah, it's a very, it's my longest book, published book to date. Uh, 500 pages. It's an epic. It's a lonesome dove with werewolves. Yeah, and I, uh, I, mine is on its way to my house right now, back in, uh, it's on its way to Wayne Manor. Very cool. Where I live, and I'm looking forward to reading that, um, as as I do appreciate your writing quite a bit. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate yours as well. Well, whatever. And, uh, no. Okay, well, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's, fuck it. Yeah. Tortoise shell. No. <laughs> Tortoise shell. No, man, you're, you are one of my favorite writers. And uh, check out that, and, and uh, I've come gone to see the river man sorry i've gone to see the river man no. <laughs> gone to see the river man that and, and we all die screaming those are all yeah. the latest that have come Yo, out. Uh, all good all hits all the hits none of the shits yeah well it's it river man <clears throat> gone to see the river man uh that's my book that came out last year through cemetery dance and then pu- republished by grindhouse press uh that one has very quickly become my most popular book mm. for the longest time full brutal uh held that title that was a very that's still a very popular book of mine and you know particularly when it won the award more people got attracted to it because of that uh but riverman has really been making the rounds just organically mm. and i get people posting stuff all the time tagging me like pictures of them reading it like on facebook and twitter and everything else uh it's got more reviews than any other book i've written and it's all very positive people really love that book so i'm I'm proud of that one yeah no it's awesome and if if it does get uh nominated for a stoker and you go you're taking me as your date right no obviously because i've already bought a dress okay okay good good yeah because you're not going as a man that'd just be weird yeah uh but yeah so check out all the chris's shit what's the female for john wayne what could we Janine Juanita 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 I don't know we'll figure something Janine Wanda Janine something (laughs) that's terrible but uh (laughs) yeah but but check out all of Chris's stuff. Uh, it's on Amazon and his website uh, as well, I believe. Or you can find it. By yeah, Donna. I have a website. Yeah, ChristopherTriana.com. You can find me on Twitter at uh, Coyote Chris with a K. K O Y O T E K R S. And I don't know. Did we even mention the name of the book? It's the Thirteenth Coyote. 
It's the name of the book. Oh, it's the 13th Coyote. That's yeah, I don't know called. if we even mentioned the name of it. Yeah. It's uh yeah, it's called the 13th Coyote. Uh and yeah, the Coyote the Coyotes are a band of outlaws and the 13th one is the one that finally strayed away from them when they became too uh vicious and cruel. Uh, and and it's kind of up to him to stop them. Uh, so. Yeah, interesting how you don't want me to get a neck tattoo, but you write about neck tattoos. Well, yeah. A little bit of a double standard. Yeah. That's all I'm Each saying. one of the coyotes gets their number tattooed on their neck. Why don't we do that? I I don't have a number. Do we want to put our birthdays on there or something? Sure. Pick your favorite number. I'm not getting a fucking neck tattoo. Why? Because it's stupid and ugly. Nah, dude. You're bad. It'll be mean you're badass, dude. No. No. Anyone can get a tattoo. It's not bad. It's bad. You know, scars are badass. Huh? I got my new one. Okay. Well, anyway, you could check, and also be sure to check out uh, the show that Chris and I do every week on Thursdays. If you're not already, Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne. Every Thursday comes out. Go back right now. You can listen to our live New Year's Eve episode yep. that we just did. Uh, and if you want more nudie bar stories, we have an episode. I forget which number it is, but it's called At the Nudie Bar. At the bar. Nudie Bar. Yeah. yeah. So you can, if you want more stories about strip clubs, that's the one. your guys. That's the one that I hijacked <laughs> yes, and uh, yes. took us off. Yeah, I think that's the one where we were. the topic was going to be John Carpenter. But in our we always have an opening where we just kind of talk about life and what's going on. And somehow a strip club came up and... The whole rest of the show, we were just talking about strippers. We completely ran out of time to talk about John Carpenter. Yeah. So yeah. So if you're into that, and it's all, but we do talk horror a lot, and then what's going on and stuff like that, and yeah, a lot of movies, yeah. and uh, plus we just we're badasses. So uh, <laughs> thank you guys for uh, as always for tuning in this week. You can check uh, me out at johnwayneisdead.com. All of my stuff is there on the shop page. Books, records posters t-shirts uh you know uh, sperm samples all rashes. Of that rashes uh <laughs> and when it comes when you order from there come for me so i sign it and all and send it to you um mage of the Hellmouth, my new book comes out in three days so yeah. get on that uh from grindhouse press and um yeah that's it thank you guys i will be back in the studio of evil next week unless i am dead good day <laughs> <laughs>